Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. This is The World in 10 from The Times of London on Friday the 4th of November. I'm Bev Rimmer. And I'm Tom Clayton. Pakistan's former Prime Minister is shot in the street. Imran Khan was misleading people, and I couldn't bear that. That's why I did this. And the UK Home Office criticises migrants travelling to the UK. This is very, very difficult to accommodate 40,000 people who turn up illegally in a very short space of time. Outside a hospital in Lahore, supporters of Pakistan's former Prime Minister chant Long Live Imran Khan. The ex-cricketer had been leading a protest convoy through the streets of Wazirabad in the east of the country. Suddenly, shots rang out. Khan took a bullet to his leg. His aides have called it a clear assassination attempt. Rove Hassan is his spokesperson. We had advanced intelligence input in the last few days that such an attempt was going to be made. This is based on solid intelligence input that we have been receiving, that Khan has been receiving in the past few days. I think it's important to know that we name the people you know, who we consider to be the orchestrators you know, of this hideous, monstrous assassination attempt. Mr Khan, who is 70, is said to be recovering well within 45 minutes of the attack, where one person was killed and at least nine others injured. A man believed to be the main suspect said this on camera. Imran Khan was misleading people, and I couldn't bear that. That's why I did this. So I killed him, tried to kill him. I tried my best to kill him. Only Imran Khan. I did not want to kill anyone else. Mr Khan was holding the protest to call for early elections in Pakistan after his own ousting from power through a confidence vote back in April. Times Radio asked Rohav Hassan if this would put the Khan contingent off their fight for a comeback. We are not going to be deterred. Peter is not going to be deterred. Uh, he will be even more motivated you know, to go headlong into this protest movement to know that we have launched, you know, and I think we, we shall soon be heading towards Islamabad. And we shall not leave there until and unless new elections have been announced in the country. That is the only demand we have. The UK's Home Secretary has confirmed steps are being taken to immediately improve the situation at the Manston Migrant Processing Centre, where hold-ups have seen thousands of asylum seekers stranded on the south coast of England. Suella Braverman visited the overcrowded site on Thursday to see for herself the situation there. The government says more than a 1,000 people have been moved from the centre in the last five days, after it was found 4,000 people were in the facility last weekend, despite it being designed to house just up to 1,600 people. Previously, Miss Bravman described the number of migrants crossing the channel as an invasion of the UK's southern coastline. The former Attorney General, Sir Geoffrey Cox, told Times Radio that was ill-advised. They're not words that I would have used. I think if you're a senior minister, particularly one of the great offices of state, you do need to be quite careful with your language. 
I think on reflection, I would hope she would feel that that was probably inappropriate. Well, Downing Street has defended the Home Secretary travelling to England's south coast in a military Chinook that cost £3,500 an hour to use. Suella Bradman met with the Dover Coast Guard on her visit, but avoided questions from the press who'd gathered at the facility. Home Office Minister Chris Philp has criticised those who themselves are criticising conditions at these migrants' facilities on the south coast. This is very, very difficult to accommodate 40,000 people who turn up illegally in a very short space of time. Obviously, the, the Home Office is doing its best to try and accommodate them, but if people choose to enter a country illegally and unnecessarily, um, it is a bit... Um, you know, it's a bit of a cheek to then start complaining about the conditions when you've illegally entered a country without without necessity. Isn't it? Meanwhile, it's believed a group of migrants taken from the Manston facility were stranded at a London train station due to an error by the Home Office. Eleven men who'd been transported out of the facility were driven to central London and left at Victoria Station with no further help once they'd arrived. They were eventually helped by charity workers who had arrived just in time to stop them from spending a night on the streets. The Home Office admitted their error and helped to rectify the situation as soon as they could. On the way, Trump closing in on another US election campaign and half of Twitter's workers facing the sack. Primary schools in India's capital New Delhi will close from Saturday due to high levels of air pollution, which could have a detriment to life. Parents in the city are said to have been concerned with sending their children to school, with them complaining of irritation of the eyes, nose and throat as soon as they left their houses. It comes as the Air Quality Index breached the severe and hazardous category in most monitoring stations, that's according to data from the Central Pollution Control Board. This prompted local government officers to take the decision to close schools from Saturday Saturday, while a restriction on road traffic is also being considered, according to Chief Minister of Delhi Arvind Kejriwal. Nikki Vyas is a resident of the city and mother of a 14-year-old girl. She says she's unsure what it means for education going forward. The immunity of class 9 to 12 students is not that strong. We're hearing that maybe classes would go online for students up to class 8 in Noida schools. However, game activities are still going on and their respiratory system is getting worse. We want online classes to return. However, some parents are reluctant to stop their children from going to school, with year groups already hindered by disruption from the COVID-19 pandemic. Some are saying that the continuation of wearing face masks could help children avoid pollution and carry on going to school on a daily basis. But others, including local man Manish, says this is a symptom of too many people in the city and it's affecting everyone. The ever-increasing pollution is causing a lot of difficulties, especially to the elderly and children. It is causing breathing issues to people of old age. Pollution is also impacting children. I don't know how they're going to survive. It's not been made clear when schools will reopen. You're listening to The World in 10 from The Times of London. Analysis and insight into global events in just 10 minutes. To the United States, where former President Trump has left little to the political imagination. Now, in order to make our country successful and safe and glorious, I will very, very, very probably do it again, okay? Very, very, very probably.
He's been addressing a rally in Iowa where the Republican Party is expected to make gains in next week's midterm elections. If he does decide to stand for the presidency again, it would be for the third time. His intentions certainly seemed clear. This is the year we're going to take back the House, we're going to take back the Senate, we're going to take back America, and in 2024, most importantly... We are going to take back our magnificent White House. Voters are concerned about inflation and a recent poll put President Biden's public approval rating at 40%. But especially after last year's Capitol riots and persistent claims of election fraud, Donald Trump isn't necessarily the most popular option either. The United States goes to the polls for the midterm elections on Tuesday. Now with the latest from the world of golf, here's John Jackson. Golfers playing on the DP World Tour are set to receive guaranteed money for the first time in the 2023 season. The new earnings assurance program means that players will earn at least £133,120 as long as they compete in 15 or more events on the European-based tour. The prize pot for 2023 is a record £124 million. The Tours Tournament Committee agreed to the changes last week, following the Tours' newly enhanced partnership with the North American-based PGA Tour. The increase in prize funds comes as both tours move to protect themselves from the threat of the big-money, Saudi-backed Live Golf Series. In June, the US PGA Tour announced that its players will be guaranteed US$500,000. 26 countries will host at least 39 tournaments during the season, which begins on the 24th of November, with the jointly sanctioned Australian PGA Championship in Brisbane and the Joburg Open in South Africa. Elon Musk is announcing what will happen to his existing staff at Twitter. Reports say that up to half the current workforce could be laid off. The entrepreneurs voted to, as he put it, shake things up at his new business venture. Twitter employs around 7,500 people across the world. Speaking of the world's richest men and what it's like to work for them, the former cleaner of Amazon's Jeff Bezos is supposedly suing him, alleging she and other employees were forced to work in unsafe and unsanitary conditions. Mercedes Weather has filed a lawsuit against Mr Bezos and the companies who manage his properties after she was made to work around the family without being seen. She alleges some of her shifts would be 14 hours long and there'd be no reasonable bathroom facilities for the staff. A lawyer for Mr Bezos says the claims are absurd. And on that note, that's your World in 10 for Friday the 4th of November. This podcast from The Times is brought to you in partnership with Google Podcasts. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.